Nick, I got a joke for you. What do you want, idiot? Irishman walks into a library, Nick. He goes, I'll take the fish and chips. Librarian goes, uh, sir, this is a library. And he goes, oh, shit, my bad. I'll take the fish and chips. I can't even fake a laugh this time. The second time I'm hearing it. <laughs> Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast about the latest sports, hot topics, polls, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Nick and Fred. For the first time in a long time, brethren, okay, we got a heck of an open. That was like 20 minutes me and Nick have been recording without actually starting the show. So I can find a sentence in there or some kind of buffoonery. Yeah, you can better cut that out. Yeah, I'm going to find some. No, no, I, I will, but I'm going to find some buffoonery to start the show. I like the joke, but you kind of, you know, you're lackluster in your response. I needed some. Well, like, you, the first time you said the joke, I gave a little chuckle, but like. And yeah, and then you bashed it and talked about your parents' crappy experience in Vegas. So yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? Tell a second crappy joke? No. Oh, my God. I just did it again because that's how I wanted to open the show, Nicky Nick. Oh, oh, my God. All right, guys. Season three. You got to give me a warning. Season three, episode 35 of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. Guys, I'm your co-host, Nick. That's how he – I just – I can't. You know what I mean? Comes at me talking about my crappy energy, and then he comes in like that every week. What do you mean? Uh, I'm your co-host, Nick. Like you just sound. What do like, you say? You sound like you've been smoking for forty years. Like just, that's my voice, you idiot. And I'm, and I'm Nick, mother. You know what I mean? Like put some, put some energy behind it. Oh, or something. Hi, I'm Fred. Who, everybody? Oh I'm a crack oh. addict. Oh my oh. god, I'm always happy and excited. Look at me. I'm Fred. <laughs> you want to hear this dumb joke? Hey, Fred. Some guy went in the library and then he spoke quiet. Ha 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 ha. Ooh, ooh. There's I'm no really reason to scream into the mic like that. My ears are bleeding. Thank dude, you. You literally always scream into the mic, Thank dude. You. Hey, what look you at my waves compared to your waves. I'm going on just on your level normal. Oh, now, I'll God, be you're quiet. full of shit. You're full of shit. Hey, you you're, know what's you're really- talking so quiet? Right? Look at there. Look at your waves. They, they quieted for a second when you pretended to talk quiet. You know what's really cool though? I was thinking about serial killer Alex Smith just having this blare in his radio on his way to work. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this serial killer Alex Smith. Sorry. Sorry, Nick blew out your speakers on your car. All right, guys. Season three, episode 35. We got a we got a loaded show for you today. Not a whole lot of variety um, in the topics, but uh, just a few crazy things that happened that we're going to get into. Some bigger topics that are going to lead into some nonsensical topics. You know what it is. You know full circle. You've been here before. Nick, uh, I'm just going to get the big one out of the way, my guy. I went to the outdoor NHL um, stadium series for the Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals on Saturday. Uh, how was that, buddy? I know you've been excited about that. You've been talking about that for weeks. Dude, I was stoked out of my mind. And, I mean, there were some, like, major key points that I wanted to get into. Um, Like, good and bad. Like, honestly, stupid memorable experience. Like, just just dumb memorable. Like, five, they had pyrotechnics. They had uh, Jake Owen, a major country star, um, at, at the end of the first period. Then they brought out Lovely, the band, who I only know one of their songs. Um, so not really big musical acts, but like, you know, as opposed to like the regular, you know, time between periods in the indoor stadiums, they made a big spectacle in between. You really got your money's worth fireworks when they won the game, you know, uh, flame, like little flame guns when they went, when they scored, it was just, it was, the pageantry was real. The pageantry was real. The execution was flawless. Um, you know, and it's the inaugural, it's the very first one in in the history of the Kane slash whalers. Uh, Hartford Whalers um, never had an outdoor game either, so it was just wild. It was a wild experience. I've been waiting on this for years, and it was it was amazing. 
Um, we got so the the tailgating and stuff opened at. They said the the parking lots were going to open at two. Uh, we ended up getting there a little bit late uh, for because the guy uh, Zach, the kid I was going with, he worked late Friday. He was just exhausted, so we slept in Saturday. Uh, we got our coolers together, got a whole bunch of stuff. Like it was gonna, you knew the temp was gonna drop off, Nick. So you had to bring like blank, you know, like blank, not like blankets, but like you know what I mean. The uh, it, it was warmer during the day. You had to be comfortable in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of crazy. And then uh, so two two big things, Nick. Two two big things that happened. One, I got to meet future Hall of Famer and Canes slash NHL legend Justin Williams, which is crazy. So when you mean me, like you took a picture and you walked away, or like you have to like say what's up? I got no, I got like I, I was like, hey, can I get a quick picture? He's like, hell, like yeah, man, like absolutely. And then we just took a quick picture and he walked away. But let me like the That's equivalent, so cool, dude. the equivalent in sports, like no BS, Nick would be like, I mean, honestly, it would be like Kemba, I want like almost like Kemba Walker, or Shabazz Napier at a UConn game. He's walking by, you're like, hey, can I snag a quick picture? He's like, yeah, what's up? And then leave, like just local legend, right? So he's gonna be oh. a Hall of Famer. Is oh, dude, they call they call him Mr. Game 7. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the stats, but he has seven goals in same in Game 7 situations, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, okay. in do-or-die situations, this guy's automatic. He has a Stanley Cup with the Canes. I'm pretty sure he has a Stanley Cup with the Los Angeles Kings as well. So he's got multiple Stanley Cups, I think. The guy is the guy's a Hall of Famer. Guy's a Hall of Famer. You can look him up if you want to. The irony of it, uh, Nick, and you know this, is I have a cousin named Justin Williams. I know that. Which is hilarious, <laughs> right? Which is hilarious. So every time I like, you know, I used to joke around because that's how I even came to knew came to know who Justin Williams is in the NHL because my cousin shares his name. So I took the picture. The first thing we did was I sent it to my cousin Justin. I was like, obviously the real Justin Williams. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just dicking with him. But it was it was crazy. So that was that was the crazy part of that. Like we were at the bottom near the entrance tunnel where the players came out. Uh, we got there a little, like I said, right after the gate opened. We were waiting in line for the gates to open. We go down to that entrance tunnel, and like they come out for practice and warming warm up, Nick. So I have a video of me actually yelling at two players, and they responded. One of which is the one that threw the sign puck to my boy Zach. So like full circle craziness, right? Like I'm like Calvin, and he like looks up, like gives me a little peace sign, and goes out. And then after the game, he's leaving. He gives, it throws a puck up, and my boy Zach catches it, and it's signed Calvin DeHaan, number forty four. That's so dope. that was freaking, that was wild. The second thing that was crazy is, is, and this is a little weird and I, I know I'm monologuing guys. I'm sorry, but I have to get into this. So we had security called on us, Nick. We had security called on us. What so, do you do to get what? And it's not like what you think it is, but to me, it's a big deal. Cause that never happens to me. Right. So me and Zach bought our tickets months ago. Okay. Cass bought it from my Christmas present months ago. Zach was involved. We were going to go to the game together, okay? We got two tickets next to each other in our section, right? So two tickets next to each other, two seats, okay? My brother, my nutbag brother, shows up to the game without a ticket. What? I'm not. Oh he, was, my God. he was expecting to have one from a friend of his. Like he thought a fr- he had already had an arrangement. His friend was going to give him this ticket. They were going to go together, get this VIP treatment, which was, I mean, the guy's loaded. Don't get me wrong. I believe everything my brother said in that regard. But that Saturday morning, the guy fell out. I don't know where he was getting the tickets from. I don't know what the situation was. But whatever the reason, Joey did not have a ticket going into the game on game day Saturday. Okay. The biggest game oh. in this franchise history. Okay. He drives two and a half hours from Charlotte to Raleigh and is waiting for like to see if it's going to like if something's going to come up like his boys like still trying to get tickets. You know what I mean? Or he's trying to help him out and it falls through the whole thing falls through. So Joey buys a ticket at the gate. 
for dumb dollars. Dumb dollars, Nick. I mean, it makes sense. You're buying it there. They're probably all sold out. There's a couple left. There was only a few left, especially individual seating as opposed to like a family or a, a couple. So like two tickets were easier to come by than one. But dumb money, okay? Like over 100 more than what me and Zach already paid, and it was heavy, okay? So nuts, right? But the idea is that we're going to, like, Joey's just like, I'll get a ticket. We'll get in there. We'll hang out together like it. You know what I mean? Like, we'll be fine. Because in most situations, it's not going to be packed. So, like, that wouldn't be an issue, right? But it's the freaking Stadium Series game. Guys, 57,000 in attendance. 57,000 people in attendance. Nuts, Okay. We get in there, we find our seats, we, we you know, explore the arena, we or the outdoor stadium they built, we check everything out, we wait by the um, the tunnel, we find out that no one's taking the seats by the tunnel, Nick, so we all three of us stay over there, and then about halfway through the first period, after all the ceremonies and we get to see some of the ice play, the people in the seats that we're in show up. So we're like, all right, we're going to go back to our actual seats. We go over to our actual seats, and there's a woman, her son, and her husband, Okay. And she's taking up almost the entire row. Like, I'm not even being exaggeratory. She's, like, in our seats. So we go down, and we're like, uh, we have one and two, but there's three of us. So she's kind of looking at us. Like, yeah, go ahead. Good question. They're bleacher, are they bleacher seats? So bleacher no, like, style. Bleacher style. Okay. Yep. So yes. They have, they have little numbers on them, but they're not defined seats, right? So she can kind of be in my seat. I could kind of be in her seat, yep. right? Like, they're not – they're bleacher style. So that's I, I'm glad that you pointed that out because that's hugely well, because. Important. Because yes. I was when we went to that Virginia Tech game, we got there late. I get down there, someone's already sitting in my seat. Right. And I was like, "What the heck?" And it's just like they got to make bleacher seats bigger, right? People are big fat idiots. That, that or mark that that and I would say and not or that and mark off a section. So they just put a yeah. number and they're like, "This is the general area of your seat." You know what I mean? Like, there's no mm-hmm. lines. There's no yeah. like, this is my seat. This is your seat. So whatever, right? Which I also, guys, I mean, no BS. I've never been in that. I've never watched a college football game in that arena. Um, I went for Megan's brother's state championship, but it was for high school. It wasn't packed. You could sit anywhere you want. I never paid attention. So this is all new to me. But um, so we get down there and this woman is ticked, Nick, like ticked that we're trying to squeeze three people into two seats. Okay. Which I completely understand, but like clear attitude off the rip, not even like a, why would you guys have like, not even asking, why do you guys have three? Oh, this is my brother. You got to take it late. He's not even with us, but we're just trying to make it work. Can you help us out? Just immediate attitude. Okay. She immediately gives us attitude. Um, the, so she gets up and goes and asks for ticketing and basically security to come verify who we are and like our seats. Cause she does, she thinks that, I don't know if she thinks we're just sitting there like trying to be a problem, but I'm like, we spent good money. You know what I mean? Like we're right now, like the people behind us didn't have an issue. The people in front of us didn't have an issue. It was literally just them next to us. And they could have moved over a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you have a kid with you. You could have had him. You know what I mean? Like you don't need an actual seat for him, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I get, I get I that get they it. could like, they see you walking up there after probably getting kicked out of the other seat and probably think you're stealing it. But, exactly. probably, but just mind your own business, right? If it's not affecting It's just like, we're business. all here to see the spectacle. Like mind, you, you could have accommodated, but instead you went right to bitch mode. They were clearly drinking, whatever. So she goes and reports this. Now the, the crazy part and the reason, Nick, I don't usually get mad, but the reason I got pissed off here, okay, is because the, there's three guys in front of us, and one of them is practically sitting in the aisle, right? Like he's leaning, like he's he's drunk. He's a co- ex college football player for UNC, I guess is what he told us. He's leaning against the railing in the aisle. No one's bitching or complaining. They're like they're trying. Like Zach was standing in the aisle. He wasn't bothering anybody. You know what I mean? Even though it was his ticket, which I mean, I I I don't know why he didn't tell my brother to just go sit in his seat, but I won't get into that. So. 
we, we, we try to make it work. The people in front of us are doing exactly what we're doing. And the woman is like making friends with them, but is like pissed off that we're sitting next to them. So no, needless to say, the best part is she, the, um, the ticket guy comes down and he goes, he, he goes, I'm looking for three through six or whatever. Cause she must not have been clear. So Joey goes, Oh, right over there, which was her own family. So the guy's trying to verify tickets for her own family, which is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Then they realize what's going on. And he asked for our tickets. And I'm like, look, I'm like, he's my brother's here. He's in section 113. We know he's not supposed to be here. I get that. He can leave if he needs to. I'm like, we were just trying to make it work. And I'm, I'm like indicating, like eyeballing the people in front of us who are clearly sitting in the aisle. Like, hey, we're doing the same thing. What's the problem? And he's like, you know, you have to match up your seats, your tickets. So Joey and Zach left. And then I'm petty. I'm pissed. Like, she didn't need to be like that. I understand the frustration, but I was mad. So I stay in seat two. So seat one is open. Seat two, I'm sitting in it. And we're literally, Nick, like literally skin to skin all the way down. Like my body is against her body. Like she's trying to push me over. I'm trying to push her. Like for almost, I would say 10 minutes. And then I get a text from Zach and, um, cause I was like, guys, go see if you can find another three spot before I get up. Because if I get up and we come back down again, she's going to, it's going to be a war, you know? So, oh my God. so they text me and back where we were the first time by the tunnel a little farther up. Right. So not like row three, but like row eight, right. A little further up wide open, much better atmosphere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like where are, where we spotted originally had reopened up essentially we go back there watch the rest of the game have a great time cheering the whole crowd's awesome so it was just like a blink in it but like had we had to sit in our actual seats it would have sucked um but i was just dumbfounded like i get it nick she brought her kid her husband that was probably a thousand dollar investment for them you know what i mean like they're here to see the game but like everybody's in the bleacher seats their crowd you could see how dense it is don't be an asshole I didn't bring him over here to randomly be a problem. There's a reason he's here. You know what I mean? But the whole thing was just annoying as hell. And I couldn't mm. believe she actually went up and got security, which was crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if she just like talked to you guys and be like, Hey, can you like, if she had just been like, Hey, why do you guys have three? You guys, I only see two seats. I'd be like, Oh, my brother's not really with us. We're just trying to enjoy the game together. Can like, when we make something work. And if she said no, then I would have been like, all right, thank you. But she didn't go like literally yeah. next, get down there. She almost bodies me, like won't move over. I'm like, okay, this is my, like now I'm mad. So I'm like, all right, I have seat two. So I almost like push her aside. I'm like, I'm in my seat now. So you can do whatever the fuck you want. I, I, dude, I was like pushing into each other. Isn't yeah, we were basically pushing into each other the whole game. And she's like turning and facing her son and like inching backwards. You know what I mean? Into uh -huh. me. And I'm like, I'm not budging. And then, you know what I mean? If I stand up, I almost like sat on her side. It, it was so annoying. And she was, she was, a, no offense guys. And I know this sounds bad, but she was a bigger woman. So it was like, you know what I, I mean? mean? Like, I assumed from this story. Yeah. But it was just, it was just so unnecessary. It was so ridiculous. But I'm just glad it didn't put a damper in our experience. I mean, it was amazing. Like I said, my boy Zach got a, a signed puck. I got a game be a beanie the style that they were on the ice. Everything says Stadium Series. It's fifty seven, like I said, fifty seven thousand fans in attendance. I mean, it was uh, they did a flyover, Nick. Um, I mean, it was at night with like sparklers coming off the wings, so you could see the plane. It was fucking. It was immaculate. Everything about it was immaculate. Um, the only issue I had was like the pregame, obviously with it being their inaugural game or inaugural or first game, uh, the first, like th their pregame ceremonies and stuff, like all the players coming out and all these things like, so at six, the gates open at four, you can go, um, to, you can, or the uh, two, the parking lots open at four, you can do the pregame festivities and the tailgating experience. And then at six, the gates open. And at five, the players walk in, like there was like an itinerary or schedule of things to do and they didn't follow it to a T. 
And it was just like the players came out 15 minutes early. So we thought we had more time to get over there. It was just like a little bit of disorganization, but for a first ever experience, it was very well handled. So um, I put a lot of pictures on my personal uh, Instagram. I might put some up on the uh, full circle Instagram, uh, um, but big takeaways. I got to meet a hall. I got to take a picture with a hall of famer, local legend. Um, my boy caught a puck freaking. We won by the way, four to one, which was awesome. Like if you're going to watch a game like that, four goals, pyrotechnics, fireworks, concerts. It was, it was the whole thing. It was amazing. And you had a wrestling match. And I had a light wrestling match with a strange woman who just wanted to pick a fight. So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, so, oh, that's the other thing, Nick, we get in there and I'm already like, you know, just from the pregame of the players going in and out, I'm screaming. I got a little bit of a headache. So the first time ever in my history, I went to the medical like area in the stadium. It was like a little office door. Really? Yeah. Wake med. And I'm like, Hey, can I just get like some Tylenol? Like, I didn't know what the protocol was, but I'm like, I just got a little headache. It's cold. Like, can I get some Tylenol? And I knew it would work and it did. I mean, they gave it to me and it was perfect. But I walk in there, Nick, there's a guy <clears throat> probably mid twenties in a wheelchair, just you can into a bucket. And the game hadn't even started yet. Oh my gosh. Dude, dude, so imagine that guy probably paid what? He paid like 200, 300. Probably the cheapest ticket I saw was 235. So that guy paid like 300, $400 for a ticket. And he ended up not, not remembering even, yeah. any of the game at all and just threw up all over himself. Dude, it was nuts. And like, as the game went on with like the merchandise tents and like walking around the stadium, right? Like I said, we, we got up and moved seats in the first quarter, uh, first period. We moved again back in the second period. So we were mobile and dude, people were like drunk off their asses. Like you're trying to get through the concourses and people are stumbling and dude, it was, it was wild. It was, it was wild, but it was a good That's time. Funny. I mean, you're going to go, you're going to go next time to have one. Everybody asked me that if I'd go back, I definitely would, but not for like the price we'll have to come. The reason we've spent the money we spent was because it was the first ever, you know what I mean? I went to the first ever Canes Whalers outdoor game in, in history. So it was definitely more of like a marquee or like a aesthetic or, or status. Um, if they keep it going every year on year, Nick, it wouldn't be, I mean, it's still special, but you know what I mean? It, Boston does it every year. You know what I mean? Chicago does it every year. So it becomes less of a thing um i would go again if the ticket prices weren't so high absolutely that's the best way i can put it but just an amazing experience because the other thing too is no bs they they build the ice nick and it's elevated about four feet because they have like this this nhl um technology or padding or something that keeps the ice you know what i mean frozen yeah, yeah. And it's like on this less like i don't know what the technology is but the, the it's elevated so even in the first row of the football stadium you're almost even yeah how good how good was the view? Because I saw you were, you were what, like eight rows up. Yeah, the view like was not the view was not the greatest being down there. I feel like the crazy part is if you wanted to watch the actual game, you are better off going higher up because you could see almost over the glass, right? Mm. Whereas like yeah. we were low enough, we got to get we got to. I mean, for me, Nick, I go to the games all the time. You know what I mean? So, you know, I go to like five, seven games a year. I spend a decent amount of money to go to the games. I don't need to watch every second of a game. This is the ability to go to an outdoor game to see the players at a closer level I've never seen before. Yeah, it's you know atmosphere. I mean? Atmosphere. Pay for exactly. the atmosphere. Atmosphere is spot on. And that's what it was. So we got to watch the game when they scored. It was almost delayed, right? Like you could see them shooting. You knew they were shooting it. But you kind of had to wait and see what happened to see if it went in because you're eye level with the top of the boards. So if it was a low-level goal – or if it wasn't a snipe above the goalie's chest, you weren't going to see it. You know what I mean? But you know, then they score, the whole crowd goes nuts, and then the fireworks go off and the pyrotechnics. So it was, it, dude, like I said, the, the, like you said, the atmosphere is what you're paying for. The atmosphere is, was absolutely there. 
And I just think it was from a fan's perspective in a small market, it's fascinating, right? Like, you know, that'll work in a Boston, you know, that'll work in a New York or a Philadelphia, but to see it work in a Raleigh dude is amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, sounds like it sounds like an awesome time. And that's kind of dope that you got to see. And I'm happy it lived up to your expectations because I know it, you were super hyped it about really it. Did. Dude, I w- they talked about bringing it down to the can- to Carolina back in 2021. Uh, COVID and everything delayed it, canceled it. I mean, this has been talked about for years, Nick. And they finally executed it. The weather was ideal. The atmosphere was ideal. You know what I mean? It could have been so much colder. It could have been so much hotter where it would have been a real issue um, technically for the for the ice and the game. It was it was amazing. It was it really was amazing. And uh, I would definitely go back with somebody who hasn't been to one before. If they wanted to go, like if you or uh, one of our other friends wanted to ever come down and watch one, I'd go. Um, but I mean, it was just it was it was an amazing experience. So that was super. I'm cool. down, but you're wrestling with the lady again. Oh, all day, dude. The next time I'm bringing boxing gloves and a bell. Ding ding. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> but uh, that was the other thing too. Just a little side note. I didn't go to the game, but UNC has a uh, hockey team, and apparently so does NC State, which is where. It was on NC State's football field. They had 26,000 in attendance on Monday. You should look into that. It was the, it was higher rated than the Fen, Frozen Fenway series combined. There was four colleges, UConn being one of them, that played at the Frozen Fenway. And this yeah. had more in attendance in one game than those did in two combined. So, again, just amazing for Raleigh as a, as a city to be south of the Mason Dixon, to be super south, you know, a southern city and make it work and – and have the support that it did. It was just amazing. It was amazing. And Nick, last thing, last thing. I'm sorry. I know I've been rambling. I'm sorry. There was one moment, and my boys that can vouch for me because I keep talking about this as if like no one saw it. And I, I act, I don't know. When they went out for their first practice, they go out, they they get a feel for the ice. They're in their warm ups. They come back out right to get ready for the actual game, the national televised moment. When Rod Brindamore, who was a former player um, and Stanley Cup winner and coach, he's now their coach. He came back off the – he's walking to the tunnel. We're right next to the tunnel, right? And I know the players' names because I'm a nerd. So I'm like – and even the coaches. I'm like, Rod! And I point right at him. I'm the first one to yell in the whole section. He, I swear to God, Nick, no bullshit. He looks up at me. I do that, like the man point, right? Like I point right at him like that. Yeah, you go, man. You know what I mean? Like one of those, mm-hmm. one of, and yeah. he looked, dude, he looked right at me. He fucking, he did like the, like the snap and point kind of thing. Like you got it and walked down the tunnel. And I'm like, no nice. fucking way. And then I'm like, no one's going to know this. And then I was telling this story to my mom and Zach was like, I saw it. I was standing behind him on the bleacher. He, I saw it. I saw it happen. So I don't know. I was totally fangirling, dude. It was a it was a hell of an experience. Hell of an experience. Damn, sounds oh. like you had a good time, but uh, yeah, I definitely know what point you're doing. Yep, yep. So uh, this is a huge one, though. I'm gonna say this, Nick. Uh, you got something that's pretty damn big as well, from the looks of it. Yeah. So yeah, on to a new topic, guys. I think Fred Fred has a nice story, but this might be bigger in the this full is, circle. It is bigger. Sphere. It is bigger. Go ahead. So for our OG listeners, those that have been listening to us since. We were super bad until now. We were just like badish, all right, or bad, whatever. I think I may have found a smell or scent, as you would say, that smells better than black cherry merlot. I know, I know. Hold on, let me let me give everyone listening a second to like. Get I don't even know what to do with myself. Like my hands are twitching. I may have found a smell, a scent better than black cherry merlot. For those of you who aren't OG listeners and do not know and are confused, basically, Bath and Body Works had a scent 
called Black Cherry Merlot. And back hand during sanitizer, COVID, soap, everything. I would get a, I got a bunch of hand sanitizers and even a candle that were scented. Oh, like candle, this. that's right. Dude, actually, just reminds me. I have that candle. I haven't burned it yet. I'm gonna bring it to my new house and burn it. We've oh, given man. one away. We've given one away. I know. I just remember. I have one myself though. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm gonna. But guys, there's a smell that might be better, and it's not a hand sanitizer. It's not a candle. It's soap. So I'm at my work. I'm going to the bathroom. Right. I'm going to the bathroom out in the shop. Another Nick bathroom story. Go ahead. Out in the shop. You know, they have this different soap. It's Gojo soap. Fred, have you heard of Gojo soap? Um, I actually heard, I haven't heard of Gojo soap, but I think that's what, no, nope. I so have basically it. Gojo soap is that soap. I'm, I'm most people will probably know what it is. I'm going to Google it right That's now. got a little like, Full it's got like Google. sand in it or something in it or stuff like, like tiny little rocks. So like, it's for like, you know, like out in the machine shop, they have a bunch of greasy parts or whatever they're touching. So it helps you easier to get the grit and grime off your hands. The regular soap, if that makes sense. Oh, dude, this is the right brand. My dad uses this to get tar off his hands because he yeah. works. In, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know they made like hand soap though. This is crazy. No, I've no, seen, no, like, no. This is, not, this is that kind of soap. I was using. Oh, that okay, okay. Because I was out in the shop because we have that because people work, you know, in the shop area. They're lifting up big parts all the time with a bunch of grease and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. They have they they usually just have like the regular old Gojo, right? The regular old Gojo, nothing else. I went out there. Friday, like unscented Gojo, right? Yeah, there was cherry scented. I walk in, I walk in, I can immediately, I immediately smell the cherry when I walk in the bathroom. I'm like, I, I'm a big cherry guy. I'm like, wow, it smells pretty good. I go to the soap. Oh, it's the soap. You know, I get in my hands and I'm like, holy crap! I'm, I'm kidding you not, guys. I wanted to eat the soap. That's how good it smelled. I wanted to start eating the soap. And hopefully it was going to taste as good like a cherry lollipop. It smelled like a cherry lollipop, but in like a scent form. I, I don't know. Nick, we didn't write this down, but is there nothing worse in life than smelling something so fucking good? And then you, it's something you can't eat. Yeah. Like it's always soap or like, yeah. like, a, like a laundry detergent or like something, you know what I mean? Like some kind of industrial cleaner. And you're like, I want to, this smells so good. I want to taste it, but I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? telling you. This cherry gojo might be my new top scent. I remember a long time ago I can't did a top I, five. I, I, I did a top five cents. All right, I I probably have the list somewhere. Let me look real quick. I don't know if uh, I don't to, think I you have it. You. You're gonna have yeah. You're gonna have to redo it. But guys, I'm gonna tell you what. It would be maybe number one, maybe number one. I'm tweaked and I'm stoked and I can't wait. You're gonna have to. You know what you're gonna have to do? Steal some from work. Put it in a container and bring it down the next time you visit, whenever that is. Come on down. We'll check out the soap together. I, I feel I'll, like I'll eat it with you, Nick. It won't taste good, but I'll eat it with you. You want to? Yeah, well, we're going to have to go to the hospital though. we eat it. I don't think you should That's, eat soap. I mean, I'll make sure my insurance is let lined me just, up. Let but. me just Google this real quick. Can you eat, eat Gojo? Gojo. <laughs> no. There ain't no fucking way, man. There ain't no way. Is Gojo hand cleaner food safe? <laughs> a comprehensive system that prefers Gojo has rated E that specifically done to me. Ooh, you wait. ain't getting it. No way. No way, bruv. Oh, wait, no. This is like, I guess they do. I guess they're like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. That's not what I'm looking anyway, for. Anyway, it's funny that you mentioned. I think it is Gojo. I'm going to find out. But my dad. So I got like. Definitely the, is. My dad and Zach, the one I went to the game with, Nick, um, works with Tar. Like they do resurfacing on roads. 
So they use it to get like tar off their vehicles. They make like an industrial thing. It's not really soap, but it's almost like butter consistency. And then you put it on the vehicle, or, like the wheels or the fender, whatever. It like melts in at room temperature. It like soaps down or like liquefies and it'll literally take anything off but the paint. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. So if you guys have like shoes that have been ruined, like a boyfriend or, or yourself working in like a tar or like a very like dirty industry. Why couldn't it be a girlfriend? A girlfriend, whatever. Get Gojo, dude. Like I, if you get, if you have these nice shoes and you get like, like tar on them or you get like um, anything really, like something you would use Goo Gone for, get Gojo instead. Dead ass. You're welcome. Get a cherry scented too. Cherry scented Gojo, guys. Uh, Nick, vinyl players are back. Yeah, so, guys, I, I did. Yeah, I got a snap from Cass, and I saw that Fred and Cass now have a vinyl player in their house. Like, what's up with that? So, it's been a big thing for Cass to get a vinyl player. We've given one as a gift, and we were like, you know, we could really use one for the house, guys. Like, and, and dude, I told like I sent the snap out to you, Nick, my brother, and my brother was like, hey, why do you guys have a vinyl player? Like, what? there's freaking Spotify. There's app like what are you doing? Like you're spending money, you don't need to be getting more like spending more on music. But I'm a huge music fan. I love music playing while I'm at work. I work from home all day. You guys know the drill. So Cass bought this one she put together and it was a vinyl record player. It looks so nice too, it's dude. Like so dude. So she got it. It it's like old school. It's white. It's crisp. It's beautiful. I'm not even gonna BS you guys. It's beautiful. And it has like the plastic case over it, Nick. So like the pet hair doesn't mess up the record and everything. It is sleek, modern. It is gorgeous. And then I got her a gift a while back. It was like $5 at Walmart, dude. I just saw it and I had to get it for her. She loves Coyote Ugly. So I got her a Coyote Ugly vinyl. And then she got the record, the vinyl player, right? Because I just felt like she could keep the album as like art or like a collection. She didn't need to play it. Just have the vinyl. So she went and got made the vinyl or got the vinyl player through Amazon. We set it up. She bought a desk, like a, a vinyl uh, desk thing. You'll see it. When yeah, you that visit. desk is really nice. Yeah, and it's it's like specifically for vinyl. So I went on Amazon. I got Post Malone's uh, twelve karat gold or twelve karat uh, album, and it's in two discs, and it's in like a like a, a maroon red with like black waviness in the vinyl. It's beautiful. And then I got a um, I'm a big country fan, so I got Morgan Wallet. So we have three vinyls right now, and guys. It is the coolest thing in the world. You're like, there's no way this thing actually is what's making the music, but you move the needle, it scratches. Like, it's sick. It's so sick. I love the aesthetic. I love, like, it's it's crisp, crisp sound. It's art. Like, I'm not a big art guy, but this is art. The album, like, if you open these albums, they're huge. They have, like, the stories behind the songs, some kind of art in the sleeves, in the in the vinyl itself. Vinyls are back, Nick. Vinyls are back. Dude, I tell you, like, my, my younger sister, youngest sister has a vinyl player, like, my dad still has his old school, like whole whole vinyl stereo setup in their room right now. It's cool. That's gonna be our first couple one. polls for the for their uh, for this week as well. One, would you guys pay to go to a, st- uh, a stadium series game? Right, I'm gonna put that out there, and I'll throw my pictures out there if I can. Uh, two, do you guys own a vinyl player? Have you ever used a vinyl player? Because prior to this one that Cass got, I wasn't familiar on how they worked. I wasn't familiar on the principle. Like I didn't I didn't know. But it's a nice little setup. It's I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge yeah, fan. Of it. I'm going to be honest. Actually, I've never used one. I don't know. And how I, I, I just up. like, it's, it's not like a cheap hobby, but it's cheaper than others. So like the, um, post Malone album, he's newer, right? He's a big star. That was like a $40 album, right? Um, the, um, Morgan Wallen one, it was one of his first albums. He's kind of made a lot more stuff and he's still big, but like his older stuff isn't as popular. It was 1999, but it's,
But if you want like Taylor Swift, you're looking at 40. If you want like Fleetwood Mac back in the day, you're looking at like 25. So it's, it's doable, but you could like, if you definitely could get lost in the sauce, but it's not a bad hobby to have. So just throwing that right, out there. I think if, it's I, if I see some cool vintage vinyl, you want one. Guys, right? straight like, up right now, I will give you just DM me. If you want to send me a vinyl, I will gladly take it. I, I don't know what it is, but it's like the old eighties and stuff. The vintage in me, Nick is just screaming. Like I'm, I'm so like, I'm, I'm so dope. That's dope, dude. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come down. I'll show I'll show you all about it. It's sick. It's sick, and I'm sold on it. So, guys, vinyl players, do you have one? Have you had one? If you don't, I mean, they're a little bit of an investment. If you do have you your own apartment them. or house, yeah. Do you know how to use it? If you don't, it's not a hard learning curve. You set the needle on the outside. It just rolls to the inside. When the song is over, it just sits there, and usually it turns off on its own if you get a good enough record player. So, wicked sick. Wicked sick stuff. Uh, Nick, we had some polls this week. You ready to get into them? Oh, let's hear them. All right, so I got to pull that up because I am falling behind, as Whoa. per the usual. You're right, too busy listening to your vinyls. I know, dude. I messed up, you know. Uh, first one up, do you guys want to hear a recording of Nick Saw was singing? Nick, you better get that freaking mic ready, my guy. 18 votes yay, 6 votes nay. Why are there so many yay? They want to know. They want to know if Nick's got that angelic singing voice. So I guess Nick's show is going to open up with me singing, right? I'm going to write Dude, it down. Dude, I will. Please. Please, God, yes. Write it down. Please. And I, guys, you know what? I'll even put out an open-ended one for next week. What song do you want Nick to sing? What song do you want Nick to sing? Oh, my I didn't God, think dude. you going to see us. And we'll, uh, Why would you guys say yes? Nick, actually, Nick, pick three songs. I'll let him pick on a poll. You get you get to choose the song. I won't put open ended. You get or give me two or three songs that you'd sing, and I'll let them vote on it. Dude, I don't even know what songs I want to sing. Uh, take, on, take on take on me, take on me by Aha, right? Yep. Um, that's a good one. That's a good how about, one. Like how about that. an old high school classic, Climax by Usher? Climax by Usher is also a class. Let's do those two. You want those two, or you want one more? Uh, I don't even know. Should I, should we do like a rap one? Yeah, you want a Young Gravy song? Um, huh, what's like a yeah? What about faucet it. failure or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know. Back to back by Drake. Just put that. Oh, no, 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 no. What was that English song that you like? You could. Oh, that. Uh, oh, that that's that stupid. Yeah, dumb yeah. English. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? What's the name? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the name right fancy now. Fancy clothes. Yeah. Base oh. money, fancy clothes, clothes. and coppers. I, I got. I got. Huh, I'll, I'll look it up. We can go to the next poll. Richest Killers. Richest Killers. Richest Killers. Yep. Richest Killers. And who is that by? What was his name? Do you know? MTSG or something like that. MTSG, whatever. All right. So those are your three songs. You guys will be out on the polls next week. Pick a song for Nick to sing. Uh, I like that a lot. All right. Oh but God, yeah, dude. dude. Can you, what, what, you got freaking ruined on that poll. That was brutal. Uh, next one up. And they got a little. I had to explain myself on some of these guys just for the nature of it. If you weren't listening to the show. Do you accept companies using geo-tracking? for app and service usage. An example was geo-tracking what state you're in to prevent you from sports betting, right? Because it's illegal in certain states. So do you guys accept that these apps and stuff do the geo-tracking? 8-yay, 16-nay. Hmm. That's right about where I thought it would be. You know what I mean? I thought it would be more, more nay than yay. I'm just, I guess I'm expect. I didn't expect 8-yays, but I guess people don't really give a damn. If you're not really a sports better or don't really have a reason for it, it doesn't, really affect you you know i don't know there's always vpns dude yep npcs bro eight <laughs> eight yay <laughs> 16 yay um what is this pa oh password sharing is gonna be i did i did it a little bit more definitive nick than what you suggested on the show 
Password sharing being no longer allowed by Netflix. I said, you had one of two options. I have my own account. This change won't affect me too much. Or two, I had password share and this change will affect me. Seven votes. I have my own account. This won't affect me. 18 votes that I do password share and this will affect me. That's crazy. A lot of freeloaders out there. A lot of moochers, man. <laughs> me being one of them. I didn't Street even vote. Moochin, dude. Moochin, dude. Let me see if serial killer Alex Netflix Smith is a moocher. He is. All right. Just checking. Netflix I love calling Alex out, guys. Yeah. Alex, did he like being called out? I don't know, man. He didn't He didn't seem to care too much, but I'm throwing it out there. Sorry about it, Alex. I'm calling you out always, man. I've known that kid my whole life. I have no regret calling Alex Smith out. All right. Guys, candles. Overpriced or perfectly priced? Uh, 15 votes overpriced. Nine votes perfectly priced. This was closer than I thought it would be. I'll tell you what, if it's a black cherry Merlot candle, I'll pay two thousand dollars for that. Where thing. are y'all getting these cheap candles from, though? And do the, like I, I just don't like a Yankee candle. It's like fucking thirty dollars a candle, even on sale. Like they're just not cheap. And then you go to the ones at Walmart or whatever that are five or six bucks, and they burn out in like two nights. So I don't know. I don't know about all that. I think candles are overpriced. I uh, just tried to search up Gojo Cherry Gel candle, <laughs> and it didn't pop up. You just have to come up day. with a. Uh, Pumice hand cleaner, though. Look at you go. Pumice is, is solid stuff. Um, if y'all use the Little Trees air fresheners in your car, do you leave the bag on like you're supposed to? Uh, 19 votes. I don't use Little Trees. Nobody be using them Little Trees. Yes, I keep the bag on. Zero votes. And then no way the bag comes off. Six votes. So you either don't use Little Trees or you rip that bag off. That's the way it should be. You don't leave the bag on, guys. That's weird. I Imagine do. leaving the tag on your hat and wearing your tag or the hat around like that. You're was supposed cool. to leave the bag on. It doesn't work. I don't. I don't like it. And Nick, I'm calling bullshit. I've never seen you have a little tree with a bag on it in your car. Not one time. Because I haven't put. I haven't had one of them in my car in a long time. <sighs> get on it, brother. Get on it. Uh, two, uh, three more. Uh, when do you get your dream house and car, Nick? You're gonna love this. This is very interesting. When do you get your uh, dream house or car? Um, option There was four options. When you buy your first house or car, when you buy your second house or car, when you buy your third house or car, or where you buy, buy your fourth or fifth house or car, okay? Four votes on your first, four votes on your second, 10 votes on your third, two votes on your fourth or fifth. So... So most people say that your dream car or house will be on your third car or your third house. Tied I mean, for voting on I, your first or second home or car, and then two votes on your fourth or fifth. People think they'll get it later on in life. I mean, I think you should probably should have separated them because they're a little different in my eyes, at least. But yeah, th- third sounds right. Third sounds reasonable for both. I, I agree with that. And I, I just want to see how the numbers fell out because, I mean, we were talking about it last week. I didn't think your first was the option. I thought second or third would be the most votes, but first and second tied. And then the least amount of votes was fourth or fifth, which I thought more people would be like, I'll get it later in life. So it was just, just perception, you know, just curious on people's thoughts. There's no right or wrong answer there, but 10 votes, third, four votes, first or second, and two votes on fourth or fifth. Okay. Uh, Nick, plain and simple on this one. Uh, you're going to get hurt a little bit here. RC Cola, yay or nay? I think we may have done this one before, but I had to do it. Uh, RC Cola, yay or nay? Eight votes, yay, 13 nay. What? Eight beat. You want to guess who voted yay? What? It's like Alex and uh, 
whatever. Brad, what Brad yeah, Johnson. Brad Johnson. Yeah, Alex did not. Alex, okay. Alex lost Thank his you, Alex. But Brad Johnson, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he, I feel like he votes just to go against the No, game. I think that guy literally just has RC Cola in his fridge. <laughs> he probably has RC Cola in his veins, and that's why his bones are broken. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Yo, when you hear this, Brad, just, just call it, Fred. Call him up and just be like, I hate Dude, you. yeah, honestly, I wouldn't even be upset. I'm not even lying to you. That was hilarious, and I'm sorry about that joke at your expense, but I have to do it when you're not on the show because you do the same when I'm not around. So all is fair that, it, that is fair. All is fair in love and war, Brad. It's all good. All right, last one, Nick, and this one was very interesting. Uh, Rihanna's halftime show. Was it the best halftime show ever? Top three halftime show ever? Top five halftime show ever? Or the a boring halftime show? Boring. One vote best. Three votes top three. Nine votes top five. Ten votes boring. Yep. I, I gotta agree. That was the Thank ultimate you, step ladder. Crowd. Yeah, again, same thing as kind of with the houses. Like, I thought maybe top three, top five would get the most votes. Um, and it was top five and boring. That checks out. So, I mean, it's only, uh, it's only really the Rihanna fans that really liked it because I'm telling you, she didn't do much. I don't disagree no with you. I don't disagree with you. If you were, if you're a Rihanna fan, which it looks like most of the ones that voted up top were, um, then that's how you voted. But yeah, I mean, quite the majority had boring. And I, and, and Nick, you pointed that out last show, and I, I don't disagree with you, man. I don't disagree with you at all. So, I mean, I get it either way. Uh, but that was the polls this week, guys. Uh, so greatly appreciate your participation there. We'll get more posts to you weekly as always. Uh, Nick, what's your fun fact this week? All right, Fred. I uh, stumbled upon this fun fact today, actually, and I thought it was kind of funny, so I thought I'd bring it up. So uh, during the Cold War, you know, obviously the Russians and the Americans, they were spying on each other, right? Because they weren't technically fighting, but they're trying to, like, find out everything about each other. They thought, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. So. So the Russians were actually able to spy on the Americans from like a satellite, you know, and they were looking down and looking at everything. And one place they were specifically looking at, unsurprisingly, was the Pentagon. Well, one thing they noticed when they were looking at the Pentagon, which was really weird, is they noticed at the same time, every day, everyone from the Pentagon well, not everyone, but a ton of okay, people. Who is this? Russia's point of view? Or... Yeah, you're from, this is okay. Russia spying on on the on the American Pentagon, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they noticed well, their satellites. Day. They could see this from space, right? Yeah. They noticed at the same time every day, a ton of people from the Pentagon would all gather around this this little building because you know, in the middle of the Pentagon has a has has a has a courtyard. Right. Right. A bunch of people would gather around this uh, building in the middle of the Pentagon, and the Russians thought this was like a secret base and so they thought there's a secret giant military base down there and they always apparently they always had uh at least two nuclear missiles aimed at this site because they thought it was a big secret base and they're ready to blow it up this little building in the middle of pentagon (laughs) do you want to know what this little building inside the pentagon's courtyard was I mean, even if you didn't write it in the outline, which I can see, I would have a hunch, but that's how I'm excited for you to tell everybody what it is. All right, hang on, hang on. If you're listening at home, guys, if you're listening to this recording, Thursday, whatever, you're on your way to work, take a minute and honestly think about this. Nick, ask the question one more time and we'll leave a second before we give you the answer. Guys, basically, the Pentagon has a courtyard, right? And then in, during the Cold War, the Russians were spying on the Pentagon to get information. 
And they noticed at the same time every day, everyone, like a ton of people from the Pentagon would gather around this little building in the courtyard and they figured it must be a secret military base underneath and everyone was going in and leaving. What do you think that building was? Time's up. This isn't Jeopardy. <laughs> Guys, Guys, it was a hot dog stand. <laughs> is that not hilarious literally during the cold war there's always like at least probably well, at least one to two nuclear missiles aimed at a hot dog stand in the middle of the pentagon <laughs> it's the greatest they, thing i've ever heard I'll tell they you thought that. it was a military base isn't that crazy i dude i love stories like that things you had no idea and then bam you just get walloped you get walloped by it it was nicknamed uh cafe ground zero if you guys guessed that at home you're a liar you're straight up lying, bros. But <laughs> it was sick. It was it, it, that's such a cool story. Can you imagine? How did that? How did we find that out? That's what I want to know. How do we know, Nick? Uh, how do we know? I mean, I don't. I don't know specifically how we know, but uh, you know, a lot of stories that get out. You know, eventually over the years. You know, because you know, I know in the U.S. at least, you know, you eventually they have to release old papers. That's how we find like like declassified yeah, you know, articles come out and shit yeah, yeah they eventually get de- declassified, declassified and everything so basically somehow like you know we had spies in russia russia had spies in there so i'm guessing a spy in russia heard that and like chuckled himself and, and send the message back home and everyone all laughed yo nick developing situation live here in full circle i got a dm from our boy on twitch at cj shiz and he replied to your singing poll, and he wrote, I lived with this man for few, a few years. Trust me, in all caps, when I say you don't want to hear him sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, hot dog stands, center of the Pentagon, guys. Uh, metal, matter of national security. That should be a movie, right? National security, semicolon, hot dog stand, right? Like, get involved. Um, but no, that's, I mean, that's, that's straight up. I love Nick's facts. They're always nuts. Nick. Discussion point. We'll get into some late sports drama this week, and we'll get the heck out of here. What do you got? All right, Fred. So, do you know that? Uh, squ- I just gotta say, squirrels are crazy. Do you not think squirrels are crazy? Squirrels are nuts, dude. If you ever watch squirrels, you'd understand. Yes. This is kind of like a fun fact about it, but basically, here's what happened. I'm on. I'm on Reddit. I'm watching this weird video. There, I think I might have even talked about this video before. It might have resurfaced, but there's a raccoon climbing like uh, on the side of a, bu- a hotel building for no reason it's like eight stories up and it just jumps off splats on the ground it's perfectly fine and walks away that's right? amazing that's crazy right so i'm looking through the comments and did you know squirrels can literally fall like a squirrel not a raccoon like a squirrel can fall from literally almost any height and not die i did not know that at all honestly it's because they're like so light or whatever they can't re- reach terminal velocity, and Ooh. literally like what I'm not I'm sure hundred not hundred percent sure how true this is, but basically like like due to their squ- weight they can't yeah hit a squirrel would have to fall like so far where like they would starve to death instead of like or like ten thousand feet to die yeah they'd have to fall out of a plane <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just not crazy though. Like, could you imagine like you could just walk up to the tallest building and just like fall off and then land on the ground and be like, oh, and you oh. and a squirrel jump off the tallest building that you know. Guess who's gonna make it? I mean, what if I grab the squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> we have a question Wait. for science. <laughs> Wait, I'm actually curious now. Guys, if you have two squirrels in your pocket, is it possible for you to die jumping off the highest building you can find? Wait, so yeah, wait. So if I like somehow like captured like 
you know, hundreds of squirrels. And then I jumped out like with them all below me. So like, are they going to catch me and I'm going to be okay? Or am I just going to squish them? We all die. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a fair question. It's a fair question. Uh, um, yeah, man. I just thought that's crazy that like, a squirrel could like fall from like any height. I genuinely did not know that though. Like I'm not even well, messing around. I didn't. So is there anything do you think you would do anything special if you could just know you wouldn't fall from any height? Like Dude, be okay. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Heights tweak me out, especially when like I can get on oh, the Superman. Too. I can get on Superman at Six Flags. I can get on roller coasters and stuff because when I'm secured into the seat, like even yeah, though yeah. it geeks me out, I'm like, all right, I know that nothing should happen to me. But like you go on TikTok and stuff, and you see these guys like with parachutes jumping off these buildings in Dubai. You know what I yeah. mean? Like like a thousand feet in the air, or even Vegas, like jumping off the stratosphere building. I, I no, no thanks. It tweaks me out to even walk near the edge. I'm like, I'm gonna die. This is not good. Uh, no, it's a no for me. I think though I would start doing that if I knew I wouldn't die. Oh no, I agree. If I knew I could get away with it, I'd be all about it. But I guess it wouldn't be as much of a thrill. But the real question, Nick, would you though? Because the only way to find out if you could actually make it is by doing it. Well, only science told me like, hey guys, just so you know, no one's going to die if they fall off a skyscraper. I'd be like, oh. I don't know if I'd I'd still believe it or try it though. That's the problem. You let someone else try it first, you know? Yeah, I'm with that. That's, I, that's, that's, a, that's time. a smart man move. That's a heads up move, Nick. High well, IQ. That's like the time, you know, I've told a story before, but uh, the time uh, in like college, you know, it was like the first weekend and there's this like little like, I don't know, there's a little reservoir near near Central and people go like cliff, cliff, like, diving. cliff, yeah, cliff jumping or whatever. Like you jump off from cliffs that are like 50 feet or whatever. I've done 30. I've done yeah. in, in, but I was wearing a life jacket too. Yeah. Well, these people went to, uh, I don't remember, it was like 60 or 80 foot cliff jump. You know, it's, it's high as shit, right? Yeah, didn't somebody get paralyzed? Here, so, yeah, basically, I, I was like, I'm not going to go first. And I watched some people go that done it. Like, four people did it. And then I was thinking about doing it. And the person that went right in front of me did it and broke their back. And I, and I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, no thanks. Always no. let other people go. Always let other people go first, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's a hard okay. pass. All right, guys. Uh, don't be quick, last either. Some quick major, um, not, even, not even big ones, but some quick sports topics to round out the end of the show here. Uh, Nick, XFL. You oh, know, did you, you know, watch any games? I didn't watch any of the games, but I heard a wild story on TikTok, followed it up. It was real, okay? The Washington, D.C. defenders have a tradition, Nick, of the ultimate cup snake. You've heard of this, right? The cup snake? Yeah, they have a tradition in their first game. <laughs> no, no, no. In their first game back, but the XFL's been around. It's not new. Well, it was like one game in 2000. No, no, no. They had like a whole year of a league, dude. Like one of the guys that played for the Panthers... Oh, I forgot it. they did. They, I forgot yeah. actually they did have like half a season. That's yeah, right. they, a little bit more than half a season. They had a, quite a few games. So in those quite a few games, the XFL established, and this is their second go. By the way, the XFL existed a while ago too. This is yeah, their, whatever. Way different. Needless to say, the Washington D.C. Defenders, uh, their fans for the XFL have a tradition in their fans in the in the uh, stadium where they go for the biggest cup snake you can find all empty beer cups they stack them together and then just go all the way up and it's insane like if you guys google it dc um defenders beer cup wild right they have their first game back in a long time due to covid and and the league coming back and everything and the money being there great they have their first game back in this new season security shuts down the beer snake dc defenders fans get so pissed that they start throwing lemons into the fucking end zone that's really? what they did in the middle of the game on national television. They just started hucking lemons into the end zone. Where did they get that old lemon? Nick, I have no freaking idea. Were That's they whole lemons? 
This is such a story, Nick, that somebody grabbed the lemon off the XFL football field. Somebody posted one on eBay for $1,000. The lemon from the XFL lemon throwing situation. It's like a thing. This whole dumb story is a thing. It's like an actual situation. Where did they get the lemons, Fred? I don't know. I don't know if they were putting it in their their beer. Exactly. I'm looking at an article right now, and it remains unclear where the lemons came from. (laughs) But if you look at the footage, Nick, it's not like three lemons. Three guys threw a lemon because they're mad they couldn't do a beer snake. Like a hundred lemons lemons. are chucked onto the fucking field. It was nuts. (laughs) (laughs) They're whole lemons. Yeah, they're whole lemons, dude. They're not like lemon wedges. They're all lemons. (laughs) They're full lemons. I got to think about it, though. If you're the XFL from a publicity standpoint, this is, this huge. is good. Yeah. This is good. I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, here, guys, just throw these lemons on the field. Just do it. Just do it. It'd be funny. And it was hilarious. They, yeah, but they actually did it out of retaliation. You could see the people in the fans getting pissed, so they just start chucking lemons in the field while they're trying to play a game. Awesome. Awesome. Real quick, by the way, the Seattle Dragons, dope dope mascot. I might be a, have to be a fan of them. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into it. Uh, ben DiNucci, uh, the, tr- the third stringer for... The uh, Cowboys is in the XFL. And then, Nick, um, there was one guy. I don't think it's Paxton Lynch. I think it's somebody else. Can't remember. There's a guy who was benched in the XFL, and uh, he's the first uh, first football player to be benched in the NFL, CFL, XFL, and USFL. And it I is Paxton Lynch. It is it him. Is, yep. And he uh, technically, actually, he never was benched in the CFL because he never got to play. He was just sat on the bench and, and left. Biggest bust of all time. Yes. First round pick. So that's sports story number one. Wild lemon throwing in DC. Didn't know that was a thing. Whatever, dude. I was tweaked by the story. I loved it. Second, Daytona 500 took place. I was very confident that my man, seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson, was going to do well. Told Nick to bet on him being in tenth. Actually, Fred, I listened back. You weren't confident. You were just like, you know, I'm taking a bull pick. I'm taking a flyer. Yeah. So I just fair. had to put that in there. I was going to say, just like, no, Fred, you you didn't you your bet didn't go right. But you, but when I listened back to the tape, you know, I, I listened to the tape. You were like, you know, I'm not sure. Well, the I'm Daytona 500 guys has an infamous situation. They always cra- It's always called the big, big one. one, and they always wreck on the last lap. So no offense, but the guy who usually wins the Daytona 500 is some scrub who's been in the, either the middle or the back of the pack the entire race, and then avoids the big wreck as everybody tries to get aggressive up front for a lead. So Jimmy Johnson, Nick, at the end of stage two, which in NASCAR they have stages so stupid, but at three quarters of the way through the race, Jimmy Johnson was in seventh place at one point. He was up there, Ooh. and then an accident happened and took them all out. Uh-huh. Also, fun fact, if you're any of our Connecticut listeners, guys, and you're into racing at all, Ryan Priest is a local legend in Connecticut. Race modifieds at Stafford, Waterford, uh, Speed Bowl, everywhere. Um, he is a NASCAR Cup driver. He almost... Uh, won the Bush uh, Clash race at the LA Coliseum. He was doing really well before mechanical failure. And then he was doing really well in this race before he got caught up in an accident as well. So Ryan Priest is on the rise in NASCAR. Uh, keep an eye out for him if you guys like uh, Connecticut-born drivers. Also, Joey Logano is a Connecticut-born driver with some established NASCAR success. So there's that. Ooh, um, Connecticut. Connecticut showing out. Both of them from Middletown. Fun fact. Uh, and then lastly, Nick, hit me with it. You you always got the you the yucking news. I just got to say, UConn, UConn has two dollar beers tomorrow at their home game. It's Wednesday, so this will be yesterday from when our show comes out. And it's at Gamble Pavilion, and I'm pissed because I have because you know the, they have yeah, the two, XFL or the, I, I have the XL center. center season tickets. They're not doing two dollar beers there. I'm angry. UConn give me two dollar beers. This is ridiculous. Now I'm gonna have to pay ten dollars if I want a beer Wednesday. Now I or one next time I go to a game. This is ridiculous. 
That's that's just all I gotta say. They have two dollar beer tomorrow, and I'm not there. I'm fun fact, fun yeah. fact, Nick. Too uh, the flow, the UConn. I don't know if it was UConn hockey. I'm pretty sure it was UConn hockey was on Flow, um, the stream service for sports like Flow Racing. They it's Flow, uh, stream service for sports. They called it UConn University, ah. which is hilarious. Like they they yeah, put UConn. Yeah, it was it, so everybody was making jokes on Twitter. It's UConn University now, even though it's University of Connecticut University is what they called it. It's hilarious. Ah. Um, but yeah, so two dollar beers. Nick will not be participating. Hate to see it. Rough situation. Uh, Nick, give the give the people your song of the week. Let's get the heck out of here, man. I'm just disgusted by UConn University. But my song of the week is uh, I'm actually going to change it up because I just found out my song of the week is "Pushing Penis" by Steezy Kane. <laughs> That's. Uh, oh, Nick. Uh, guys, I'm introducing a new bit here on Full Circle. Um, I was dicking around at lunch today, and iRobot was on TV. It's one of my, not one of my favorite movies, but I do very much enjoy that movie. My mom got it for me for Christmas one year. It was in my stocking stuffer when I was a teenager, and uh, like early teens, and I've had that movie on DVD for years. So my movie of the week this week is iRobot featuring Will Smith. You guys should check it out if you haven't seen it already. Sci-fi. I um, Dude, it's one of my friend's favorite movie I, it's a Gary good King. movie oh, it's man. a good movie i robot check it out so movie of the week i robot featuring will it's will smith is in it um paranoia around robots that may or may not be taking over the world but the aesthetic is cool the cgi is really good story is really good check it out i robot if you haven't seen it already and nick what was yours again because you changed it it was pushing penis pushing penis by nice. steezy kane <laughs> all right I don't even know. Steezy Kane. I don't know. Whatever. Guys, we're going to get the polls up for you. Make sure you vote so we can see what song Nick's going to sing to us to open next week's show. Uh, big news coming your way. We're excited about it. Um, we'll get into it. We'll just get into it. It's been a pleasure as always. Y'all stay safe out there. You're not going to say anything, Nick. You always say something, really? Really? You're just going to leave it hanging? Wait, usually you just go right into it and I say it after. Yeah, but I'm tired of you interrupting the angelic Nikki Chambers outro. Can you just... just I'm going to interrupt this? it. When I want, if I want, however I want. All right, Nikki, sorry, but I'm, I'm, he's going to interrupt. I have to, I, I got to. What if I don't? What if I don't? Thanks for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Don't forget to follow on Facebook and Instagram at full.circlepodcast for weekly polls and updates. One of these days, I'm just going to cut the show right after that so he can't say something afterwards. That's the game plan, guys. I'm going to be honest. I don't even have anything to say this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, um, No squirrels were harmed in the production of this podcast.